Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Welcome to the Girl CEO Podcast, the playground for female entrepreneurs. My name is Ronnie Brown, and I'm the author of Amazon's best-selling book, From Mopping Floors to Making Millions, and was once a teen mom turned millionaire business mentor. I created my Girl CEO community for women like you. Girl CEO, you are a trailblazer, a creative, an innovator, a boss, and a woman who knows that she deserves more. Join me each week while we uncover what it truly takes to be your own boss and become a successful girl CEO. And don't worry, sis, I got you. Hello, 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 everyone, and welcome to Girl CEO Radio, the playground for female entrepreneurs and ambitious women. I am your host, Ronnie Brown, and I am so excited to be here with you guys because it's been a long time coming. I miss you guys, and we are officially in... 2020. We are actually recording this podcast live from my home office and I have tons of my favorite girl seals on here listening. And I just want to take a moment to say thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you guys for supporting the podcast. And if you love this podcast, be sure to go on iTunes and let the world know, leave a review, leave a five-star review and let us know how much you love it, how much you appreciate it. But most importantly, the difference that this podcast has made in your life. All right. Well, let me just say hello to some of my girl CEOs who are listening. Guys, make sure you go follow Exo Sweet Creations at Siobhan Collections at I Am Couture Nichols. I'm also at Pretty Red. Thank you, Marvelous and Minnie for tuning in. Thank you, House of Divas for tuning in as well. I see you guys. You're here, you're live, and I'm so thankful. And let's go ahead and jump into this thing. Well, first and foremost, I don't know about you all, but I am just sitting here in awe as to everything that is going on with Girl CEO. We have so many lives that are being impacted by this community. If you guys are tuning into this podcast for the first time, uh, the Girl CEO podcast is powered by Girl CEO. It is a community for ambitious women. It is a community where women in business win together and we equip women to be not only just the CEOs of their businesses, but the CEOs of their businesses, their lives, and their homes. Well, if you've been missing out, we have officially announced our first conference that is happening on April the 18th at the Gaylord in Merlin at the National Harbor. We are so pumped about that. Sometimes I can't even believe what we're doing. I sit here and I'm like, are you really doing this? Are you crazy? Are you really taking this leap? Do you believe in yourself this much? And the answer is hell yes. I do, and so should you. You should believe in yourself just as much. So this is a year of taking all the risks, and I've challenged every girl CEO to do all of the things that you all have been afraid to do because I believe that this is a year of stepping outside of that comfort zone, right? Sometimes I believe that 
our fears, our paranoia, our self-doubt, and just our procrastination. It just holds us back. But I am pumped about this year, and that's why I decided to do this conference. Having a conference is something that has been on my personal dream board for such a long time, and I can't even believe that I'm doing it. But I'm really pumped about the experts that we have that are speaking on the panels that are going to make all the difference at this conference. And I'm thinking this is going to be like a power panel. Uh, We are announcing some of the actual speakers today on our Girl CO conference conference page. So you guys, if you are not following our new podcast page and our conference page, make sure you follow both on Instagram at Girl CEO Conference and Girl CEO Podcast. Okay. So today we are reaching back to our Girl CEOs because we always have discussions on things that women want to know. And the really unique thing about the Girl CEO Podcast is that we just don't talk about business, 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 business. We talk about real life topics that women deal with. So this podcast is just not for women in business. It is also for moms. It is for professional women that are moving up the ladder in corporate America. It is for women who are on the dating scene. It is for women who are on the I'm starting my life over scene. It is for the woman who is 50 and they're at a space where they're like, you know what? I need to get back to these dreams because life is too short and it is not over for me. We touch on topics that everyday women think about and battle with. So let's go ahead and jump in. We've got some questions from our listeners. Okay. And let's go ahead and dive right in. So first question is from I Am Miracle. Her question is, Ronnie, I just had a baby and I feel like my business has been paused because I'm trying to get adjusted. Any tips or advice. You know, the crazy thing about this I Miracle, having children is definitely one of those things where you just have to do what you can when you can, right? I see so much stuff online and watching it, you can always, you can kind of start to feel like you are not where you should be or you're out of order or your life is all over the place or you suck at a schedule. And the truth is, I believe that a lot of that stuff is really fixed up, you know? (laughs) It's staged. And we can't compare people's staged life to real life. And that's why you guys see me in here and I'm doing podcasts and real pops in the office or I'm actually working with my girl CO community doing our monthly masterclasses and she's at the door screaming, mommy, let me in. Because in real life, as women, we are balancing so much and being a mother is not easy. It's a lot of work. And sometimes you just want to pull your hair out. Sometimes you want to go run in the bathroom and hide. Sometimes you are in the closet in your room just hiding from your kids because you need a moment to yourself. And no one talks about the stress of motherhood. So here's what I would tell you. I would tell you to be more transparent with your journey as a new mother in your business. I think that business is changing on Miracle. And I think that there used to be this fancy, smancy way 
of marketing yourself online as a business owner and it had to be perfection. You know, the other day I uh, put up a post and a lady messaged me and she's like, Ronnie, I know that you're a perfectionist, but I just want to tell you that you left one letter out of this word and I know you, you want to know, just go back and take it out. And I said, it's fine. I said, I left perfection in 2019. I was rushing. It's an Insta story. I don't care. Right. And I think that so many of us, especially as women in the Internet days, we feel so pressured by perfection. And when I told her that she was like, wow, she's like, I need to get to that point in my life where I stop caring so much. And she said, it just is holding me back. She said, I find myself going back, re-editing, taking things down, doing them over. And I don't really, I don't really make progress because I'm always going back over things over and over and over and over again. And I'm not getting to where I want to be. So the truth, guys, is you just have to do what you can as you can. And I am miracle. Like I was saying, I believe that marketing is changing and marketing is changing from people falling in love with brands and it is transitioning into people falling in love with the people who own the brands and then people falling in love with the brand that the person that they love owns. Okay. I hope that wasn't too much, but I'm sure you guys get the point. What I'm saying is people are falling in love with people and it is the reason why you are seeing CEOs, CFOs, VPs are at social media trainings. They're trying to learn how to come from behind the company and learn how to engage with people and get to know their audience and understand technology and dance and be themselves because so many years have gone by and people have literally been in dinosaur world that we are now in a personality world where people want to know how you talk. They want to know how you act. They want to know your behind the scenes life. They want to get to know you and feel you. So I'm miracle right now. I would use this time and this season to really just show what it is like attempting to run a business and be a new mom. And I think that people will really appreciate you for your transparency I think that people will really value uh, you being open and they will just feel okay. Sometimes we forget that the very things that we're going through, they are breaking other people free. You know, I've gone through so much crap in my life. And when I tell you so much crap, I mean so much crap in my life that I would sometimes sit and say, why God? Why? Why God? Can I just get a break? And the truth is he was putting me through certain things so I can literally have a breakthrough and then go and help someone else have a breakthrough based on what I've gone through. So I think that if you could just use this moment in this season to make some other people feel okay about not having their shit together and not having this perfect stage perfectionist social media that shows that it's a mess. Sometimes you're just like, this is my life right now. I'm running a business. I just had a baby. And contrary to what you see online with these perfect 
white walls and all this fancy fancy stuff. This is the real life of behind the scenes of an entrepreneur and a mom attempting to balance it all. And this is what I have to give you guys right now. And I hope that this inspires someone and just reminds someone that you don't have to have it all together. So that is the direction that Ronnie thinks that you should go into while you are in this season and just relax. Another thing that I want to stress is there's no rush. There's no rush, right? We think that we're running out of time or the money is going to disappear or the people are not going to support us. But I want to reassure all of the listeners that are listening to this Girl CEO podcast today that says your portion is already set aside and no one can take what's for you. So don't worry yourself. Don't work yourself up. You're good to go. All right. Next question. What would you say the hardest thing about making the shift and believing in yourself is? Wow, that's a really good question. The funny thing about this is I believe that 99% of people who are not where they want to be are not there just based on what they are capable of doing. I think that most of them are not there based on the lack of belief that they already have set in their head for themselves, right? And I started this podcast off about self-belief and um, just also self-doubt and how it really determines the outcome of your life. That's That was what we were talking about when we opened this podcast up. And I, I think that um, for me, the shift happened when I really understood energy, frequency, what I focused on. I started to realize how it worked. And what I'm saying is, I don't know if you all have ever been in this place, but as I begin to grow in my business and also get a little older as a woman and really understand myself, we all have to go through like a self-discovery phase where we have to get to know ourselves. You don't really know yourself initially because you're always going and you don't really get time. And a lot of people don't take time to sit down to get to know themselves and talk to yourself. And I know that sounds crazy, but if you don't worry, when you get to a certain point, you're going to understand that talking to yourself is healthy. I've talked myself through a whole lot of things. Okay, but when you get to know yourself and you get to understand yourself and when you get to realize to a space where you realize what you want and what you don't want, you begin to see and feel certain things. And let me just go a little deeper. You, you start to feel things. You start to feel that when you keep talking about something or you keep talking about someone, that person appears. Have you ever sat around and you're talking about someone and you're like, yeah, I haven't seen that person in a long time. And then as soon as you say that, your phone rings, that that ever happens. Or you're thinking about an old friend and you've been thinking about that person and then you just happen to go into a store. And then that person that you were thinking about literally is at the register and you're like, oh my goodness. I was just talking about you or you manifest, you're following someone on social media and you're watching that person's page for a week, an entire week, and you're messaging them and you're following them and you're looking at their pictures and you're falling in love with their children and their whatever they're posting. And then all of a sudden, this person just sends you a message 
or this person just likes your photo, okay? One more. I'm, I'm going to add one more to this. You ever say, I'm going to work here, or I'm going to do this, or I'm going to do that, and then you look up, and it's like deja vu, and you're like, man, I literally had a dream about me doing this, okay? About me being with this person, and now this person is here. It is your subconscious mind. And the craziest part about all of this is some of us have not even begun to manifest things into our lives the way we have the potential to do this. We have so much power. We have so much power in what we think and what we envision and what we focus on that it literally it literally comes to play. And this is why I say we also have to be careful because you ever go through something, you ever go through something really bad, a really bad experience, a really, you ever have a really shitty day, ladies, let's just tell the truth. How many of us have had really shitty days? This is one of those moments where everyone's like, me, 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 me. We've all had really shitty days before. And What I noticed about myself is that when I had really shitty days back in the day when I wasn't truly mentally trained and I didn't train my brain, I would spend my entire day focusing on that one shitty experience, okay? I would talk about it. I would complain about it, okay? Someone would call me. I would start talking to that person about what happened. I would get off of the phone with that person and then my other friend would call me and then I would talk to my other friend about what happened and then my sister would call me and then I would talk about that to my sister and the entire day would be full of bad energy. And that's all I would sow into my life was bad energy. Some of you all are sowing bad energy into your life, but some of you all have not started practicing manifesting certain things that you believe in, that you want, that you imagine, that you constantly think about. You have not started manifesting and talking and focusing and giving your all to those things and thinking about them and writing them down and researching them and looking at people's pages and engaging with them. And the next thing you know, you're literally, it's happening. So when the question was, Ronnie, when did your mindset shift to the to a space where you really started to believe that it was possible? It started happening when I realized that I had the power. Some of you all have not confessed and said, I am in control of my destiny. I have the power. If God has allowed me to envision this certain thing, then it can happen for me. Throughout my life, I've had people doubt me. I've had people talk about me. Gosh, guys, we've had people, I've had people trash me, talk about my business, talk about my brand, things that I've done. You know what has kept me going? What has kept me going throughout all of the negativity, 
all of the bad stuff is how I see myself and how I believe in myself and the faith that I have in myself in addition to the confidence that I have in myself. And most importantly, what I've, what I decided to focus on, okay? I didn't focus on that stuff. People are gonna say a million things, but it will always boil down to, do you, what do you believe about yourself? That, I think that is the most valuable response that I could give you in this season. If someone would have set me down is a little girl and I do this with Rio and I, and I want to encourage all of the girl seals that are listening to this that have daughters do this with your children make sure you sit down and you ask your children what is it that you believe about yourself because when people as you grow people are going to tear you down people are going to talk about you people are going to dis- discourage you people are going to attempt to just re just derail your mission that you're on. But the true question is always going to come down to one thing. And your response to that question is going to determine how far you go in life. And that question is, but what do you think about yourself? That question is, what do you think about yourself? How do you see yourself? How do you see yourself? If someone tells you you're ugly, do you believe that? If someone tells you that you're not going to make it, do you believe that? If a man tells you that you're not worthy and no one will want you and no one will love you, do you believe that? It's really the, your life is really based on the belief you have for yourself. And that's really what it is. Some of you all are not where you could potentially be and you haven't started operating in your gift and you really aren't out there yet because someone has told you something and you've believed it and you've taken what that person has planted in you and you've allowed that opinion you've allowed that opinion to live in you someone has put something on you you ever hear people say don't allow people to put that on your life people say them say things to me and I'm like you're not gonna put that on my life you're not gonna put that on my life right? It's a decision. So my mindset and my confidence and my self change when I came to the realization, when I discovered that I could attract whatever I wanted in my life. I can attract how much money I want to make. I can attract the business I build. I can attract the people that I want to manifest. I've looked at people and then I show up at an event and they're there and they walk up to me and they're like, hey girl, like I follow you. I love you. And I'm like, hey, I follow you. I love you. I was just looking at your page. You have the power. Girl seals, you have the power today to say, I believe in myself today. You have the power to say, despite what they told me, this is not it. I'm claiming something different. I know what's possible for me and I'm believing it. And the more that you focus on that and the more that you just consume your time, whatever you consume your time and energy with, it will be. You guys are like magicians and you don't even know it. It starts in your mind. If you say my business is done and it's over and I won't make any money, your business is done. Your business is over. 
and you won't make any money. If you say my business is thriving, people are looking for me, this is my year, I am going for this, I am doing all the things that I was afraid of, big things are happening, everything that was meant for my bad is gonna turn out for my good every single day, not just say it, but do you truly believe it in your heart when you speak it? Because that's what I do. I told myself, I said, one day I'm going to have a big conference, a girl CEO conference, and there are going to be hundreds and hundreds of women there. And there's going to be some amazing speakers and we're going to have some of the biggest sponsors and lives are going to be changing. And I literally envision myself having a huge party and people dancing and and dressed up in elegant outfits and eating, you know, good food and a speaker's lounge that's like decorated with beverages and lunch and breakfast. And guess what? I am manifesting that. I am manifesting that. We released tickets to the conference, guys, on Saturday evening. When I tell you we sold so many tickets within two days, I mean, In two days, five figures, in two days, my mind was blown away. When I tell you that I was like, I don't even care how much I have to pay. These women that attend this conference, they're going to feel like queens. And there's going to be a certain level and a certain standard that we set. I don't care if I make zero dollars. At this point, I've already said, guys, I don't even care. I don't have to make any money because it's all going to go back into the women who come to this event. It's going to, we're going to set the standard for the experience. And every year, we're going to grow and grow and grow and grow and grow. And I'm taking this risk and I'm bringing people with wisdom here and they're going to share their knowledge and people are going to be fed mentally and physically Okay, and that is what it's going to be. Guess what? It's happening. It's happening. When you go on girlcoconference.com and you see some of the people that we've released as the speakers, you're going to be like, wow, these people are really successful. Ronnie has done her, her homework. I want credible people speaking to my audience that have done the work, that have the results. Okay, this is the mindset that you have to have when you want to change and you want to say, okay, I am no longer doubting myself. People ask me, how'd you become so confident? My mama, my mama, my mama, my mama. And girl CEOs, we have to understand that we have the power to really just shift the thinking of our children. Right now, if you have a daughter, you have the power to change the way she thinks about herself. You have the power to change whether having a boyfriend or a man or a man makes her feel like she's important. Growing up, we always taught women to look at Cinderella, you know, look at all these different characters on, you know, Disney. And I feel as though just watching that, watching that, watching that, watching that, it made women feel like someone had to come save them. And if they did not have a male counterpart in their lives at this space or this time, they were less of, right? So while women were sitting around just waiting to be loved and saved and someone to show up with a glass slipper and to call your name from a window because that's all we watched, the men are being taught to go out there and become successful and make money and follow their dreams and just play the game and 
play it until they're really ready to give their attention to someone. But we spend our entire lives being taught to give our attention to someone and someone paying us attention is like the ultimate accomplishment, right? So we just really have to make sure that we teach our girls. Like I really teach my children. I teach my daughters that their happiness comes from doing things that make them feel good. And that's where their edification comes in at. That's where they are clapped for when they're happy, when they're when they are doing things that they love, when they are feeling fulfilled. And I teach them that no other person, especially a male counterpart, should have that much control over their emotions because they have to come in confident. They have to come in believing in themselves. They have to come in knowing that they are worthy and they are valuable. Even as a solopreneur and a solo woman, they are valuable. So we just have to understand that, ladies, you have to make sure that you are instilling things that let your daughters know that they are enough right now. Because right now it's all about, did he ask you yet? Did he pop the question? You didn't have a baby yet? Did you get married yet? And there are so many women that are feeling pressure. They're feeling so much pressure because of these standards that I don't know who set them, but I feel like to hell with the standards, we have to get back to doing what makes us feel good, what makes us feel fulfilled, what is in our purpose and not allowing these old time standards to make women and especially these younger girls feel less of because that's where a lot of the the issues that we're seeing right now that's where it's coming from okay so let's go to the next question this is a good question and I get this question all the time girl CEOs it's what do you do when bigger brands copy off your idea you know I believe that when you are great people are going to copy and what I believe is that you're going to be copied by big brands, little brands, side brands, mini brands, micro brands, you know, macro brands. People are just going to copy. It's normal. It's what happens. The truth is, if it's copied to a certain extent, you make sure that you protect yourself. You protect yourself through trademarking. You protect yourself through copywriting. And when you do things this way, you should be covered, right? But another thing that I've come to learn is that people, people by people now. So it's going to be really hard for people to copy your flavor. And here's an example. All right. About two years ago, when I came up with the girl CEO and the planner and all that stuff, you know, I sat here in this very office. I manufactured my first planner. I think this was my first planner. I think this was my first planner. These were my two first planners. And this is the company, this is my company. And I came up with this and it was just a planner initially. And I knew that I was gonna use this community, Girl CEO, to mentor and coach women. And I wanted to do products that solve problems for women. So this is one of my first planners. 2017, I created this product. I sat in this office, came up with this concept, got my products manufactured, and I just ran with it. As you can see, this is one of my first products and look how they look how it came. So guys, don't ask me about me factors because this was the first one I got and all the pages were upside down and I literally cried my eyes out because I had about three to five thousand dollars in bad merchandise bad products okay <laughs> anyway I sat in my office and I came up with this idea 
and I started running, I started building, and there have been just so many times where I've seen people just like take the name of my company and copy my charts and copy all that stuff. It's okay. You know why? Because it's trademarked. So the first thing that I did before I launched my business is I made sure that I trademarked my brand name, right? Before I put it on Instagram, before I created the handle, make sure that you protect yourself. We have to start protecting our brand names. We have to start protecting our intellectual property. We have to start protecting our ideas, right? And that is the first thing. The second thing is, We have to know and trust that no one has our flavor. No one has our flavor. No one has your flavor. Don't worry. They're not you. Let me just tell you how confident I am in my brand. Someone could take the shirts. They could start the planners. They could do the community. They can do whatever I do. They can copy it from start to finish. The truth is... I am the secret sauce. My personality is the secret sauce. My voice is the secret sauce. My resume is the secret sauce. The years that I've had in this game, I'm 10 years in. I've helped thousands of people launch, grow, and scale their businesses. That is the secret sauce. So I feel like you all have to understand who you are. You have to understand who you are and what you bring to the table. When you understand who you are and what you bring to the table, you don't trip because no one can do it like you. No one can do you better than you. And we spend a lot of time and heck, I mean, I've had moments where I just had to say, really, really, are you gonna do this? Is this how you're gonna do business, you know? Come on. But really, it's someone who is out there admiring me, admiring what I'm doing, right? And they want to copy and paste the success. But the sad and the bad part about it, guys, is we all learn eventually that we can't copy and paste success. It's no way. There's no way around it, and it won't happen. So, You got to put the work in. It's like, I made the cake. I made the batter. I can give you the t-shirts, the hoodies, the planners. I can do everything and you will not get the results that I've gotten. You will not get the results. And guys, I want to just reassure you that if you're suffering from the copycat syndrome, that means A, you're doing something great. B, people are looking at you. C, it looks like it's working, right? And D, They can't do it like you. And then last but not least, there's letter E. And letter E is enough. I I think that they won't have enough umph to keep it going. And what I've noticed is that when people do stuff like that, they never do it for long. Because when we copy people, it just puts them in the mindset of the person that they copy, right? And I think that when we come up with things that God didn't really put in our spirit and he didn't tell us to do, there's only a matter of time before we're over it. You know, we're over it. They're over it. They they don't have the true interest. They don't have the true passion. It's not their purpose. So you'll see them on to the next thing sooner or later. So just focus on making a difference. That's all you have to do. If you're making a difference through your business and through that brand, It's going to stand out and it's going to outshine any single person that tries because impact outweighs all. Okay. 
Next question is Ronnie. Through the years, how have you remained consistent during stagnant times? Consistency is really one of those things where you have to develop the mental discipline. And for me, I think it's just knowing where I come from and knowing the things that I've been through. You know, I'm not afraid to fail publicly. I'm not afraid of public opinions. They don't bother me because I believe, and you guys need to believe this, you need to know that if people are worried about what you're doing and, you know, how you're doing it, like they're interested, okay? They're interested. So for me, I think that I've continued to push because publicly failing doesn't scare me. I'm not afraid to, to fail publicly. I don't give one shit. They, people could say whatever they want about me, but they'll never say that she quit. She stopped. She gave up. She went on a hiatus. She disappeared. They can't say that because at the end of the day, I don't care. <laughs> I don't know. I grew up in the hood. So it's kind of like when you grow up in the hood, sis, you have to be used. You get used to people talking mess about you, you know, joning on you. We call it joning. I'm from D.C. So if you listen to this and you're in another state, you're probably like, what the hell is joning? It's like someone talking trash and like joning is just kind of like cracking jokes on you, whatever. Like I grew up in that environment. So it it prepared me for the worst. It's like there's nothing that you can say that will ruffle my feathers, right? I'm just going to be like, you're a joke. Doesn't even matter. And I'm going to keep on going. It doesn't bother me. So I'm really DC. Shout out to my DC girls. I listen to the Girl CO podcast. But you have to really think about why you're stagnant. I think that's the that's the biggest question. Like, why are you why are you stagnant in your life right now? And I've remained consistent because I would rather be a fool on fire than a person that's standing still doing nothing. Right. I would rather get up every day and do something and have people laughing and talking about all the things I've done. Here's the joke for the day, girl CEOs. A lot of times we have people that talk about all the different stuff that we're doing and oh she's scrambling she's doing this or she's doing that or he's doing this or he did this and it didn't work right but guess what those people aren't doing anything they aren't doing anything I don't care they're sitting around talking about you guys and us and the people who are taking action it's just like you go ahead and sit on the sideline and keep count of it all. What did Drake say? You just keep you just keep taking count of it all, right? That's what they do. They are the people that sit on the sidelines and they're watching every move that you make. But here's the difference between you and them girl CEOs. You're making moves. They're standing still watching you. They're standing still talking about you. So Staying consistent, sometimes you guys are not consistent because you shut down after one failure. You shut down after one tribulation. You shut down after one thing doesn't work and then you're over it, right? And you're so defeated and you're so stuck and you're sitting at home and you're beating yourself up and you're, it's like you're afraid to make that public appearance again and say, I'm back. Where you have to, start believing yourself and you have to show up and say, oh, I'm back. That didn't work, but I'm back. That didn't happen, but I'm back. I took that loss, but I'm back. No one bought that stuff, but I'm back. And they'll, 10 years from now, 
they'll go to their girlfriend's houses and their conversations will constantly be around you coming back. I would rather people have conversations about me and my comeback than me giving up through my setback. I don't care. So I've been consistent because I have children depending on me. I've been consistent because I know that there's a call on my life. I've been consistent because I'm going to, every time I take a fall, I'm going to get back up. I've been consistent because I believe in myself and I've been consistent because I know that I'm going to put a dent in this damn universe, regardless of what anyone thinks. And that's, that's what I say to myself. And I know that this is something that you all need to say to yourself. You need to say this to yourselves every single day. I'm coming back. I'm back. I'm back. I need to make a shirt that says I'm back, right? That's just what it is. That's why I'm consistent. I don't care. I'll fail publicly. I failed at a lot of stuff. I used to work at the bank. I got fired. I used to be a travel agent. I got fired. I used to work as a janitor. That didn't work. I used to work, um, what else did I do? At Old Navy back in the day. Bennigan's. I had a million different jobs, a million different gigs. I don't care. I did network marketing. I sold my own products. Guess what? I never stopped. I never stopped. So anyone who can criticize my hustle, guess what? They're probably somewhere not hustling. So why why is it that what they're saying even matters? Come back, guys. Come back, girl CEOs. We got to keep it moving. We can't focus on that kind of stuff. It's a distraction. It is a distraction. Someone said, Ronnie, how long did it take for you to build a successful company? Well, let me tell you the truth. I'm in my 10th year of business. 10 years. A lot of people don't know this. They just started following me. I have been an entrepreneur since 2008, the end of 2008, the beginning of 2009. I started building my online presence back then. Ever since 2008, 2009, I have been consistently posting online via Facebook and Instagram. I got on Instagram 2011 when it literally launched. I was one of the first people on there. And to this day, I've put over 9,000 pieces of content online, over 9,000 pieces of content online over the last seven years, 9,000, not 900. So this is the level of dedication that you have to have. How long ago? Well, I've been posting on Instagram since 2011. And since 2011, I've put up 9,000 pieces of content or more. I think I'm over 9,000 now. That's a lot of work. Do you have that level of dedication? And that's what you guys don't see. You know, I I remember when people started to feel like Instagram kind of gave them the the edification. You know, right now, social media is at a place where it gives you notoriety, right? But I remember people used to be ashamed of like how many posts they had versus how many followers they had. Did you guys, you guys remember that, right? It was just the dumbest thing ever. But I used to look, at that and say, look how hard I'm working. When you look at my page, take a look at the amount of posts I have because it shows you the level of dedication and the level of consistency I have in my business. 9,000 posts. Guys, come on. Are you that dedicated? This is the last question before we wrap up. 
So how can you sponsor this podcast? If you are interested in sponsoring this podcast right now, we are in the top 100 on iTunes in the area of entrepreneurship. You can send an email to media at girlceoinc.com. Once again, that's media at girlceoinc.com. All right, guys. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Girl CEO podcast right now. If you have not gotten your tickets to the Girl CEO conference, go get your tickets. They are selling out really fast. I definitely want to encourage you to go VIP. That's front row seating, breakfast, lunch, and an invite only invitation, of course, to our dinner, which will be a three course meal. And we're going to have a ton of fun. So girlcoconference.com. I love you guys and I'll see you there. Goodbye. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.